All right, hello. I think we're ready to start the show. Is everyone ready to go? I think yep. so. Excellent. So. Yes. All right, hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, Mr. Green Elite. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm kicking it. How are you, Danny? I am doing very, very well. I, uh... I am well rested. I am just, I, and we have a lot of great talk uh, topics to talk about today, and I'm really excited to get into it. Uh, you. Like, I can't say I'm well rested. I've only gotten like three hours of sleep every night, so Aww. I have issues. So we have two guests this week. I'm going to start with our uh, first guest here, one of my greatest friends in the world. If I can blow some smoke up his ass. He looks like a deer in the headlights right now. It's Quantum Alt. How are you doing, Quantum? Oh, I don't know if you're talking about me or Biggs, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yes. So, uh, Quantum, for those who don't know you, I mean, you have been on the show, but it's been a very long time. Uh, for those yep. who don't know you, where can people find you and what are they going to uh, find when they get there? Yeah, so you can pretty much find me at uh, Quantum Alt K W A N underscore A uh, A L T. Uh, sorry, Quantum K W A N. I can't fucking spell my own name right now. <laughs> I'll post it in the chat at some point. But um, yep, you can find me there. Uh, usually, I just post. I'm just post a lot of trash memes. Uh, otherwise, I've been streaming pretty uh, pretty frequently. Uh, and then on my own personal YouTube channel, uh, I tend to post um, kind of more creative type of, type of stuff. I go to school for filmmaking. So, you know, I, I like doing that. So, yeah. Excellent. And uh, do you offer any services? Oh, yes. Uh, I offer many services in the forms of production assistance. Um, I'm an editor. I've been editing for, God, probably almost 11, 12 years now. Uh, I also do um, a little bit of producing, so yeah, if anyone's ever looking for help with your video production in general, um, that is definitely my area of expertise. Excellent. Do you do, you do like video editing for anything like 18 plus? <laughs> I'm working on a special project. Uh, hit me up after the podcast. There we go. <laughs> Our other guest this week is a frequent one. It is hi, I'm Biggs. Biggs, for the people who somehow wouldn't know who you are yet, why don't you go on ahead and tell the kind folks out there who you are, what you do, and where people can find you. What's up, guys? I'm Biggs. Um, I'm pretty much God's gift to Call of Duty. And you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash hi underscore I'm underscore Biggs. Stop, bro. Your your head can only get so big before your neck starts getting so weak. <laughs> That's, you know, it's true, guys. Don't listen to Green. <laughs> so, before the show starts, we do have our question of the week. This one, courtesy of Mr. Quantum Alt, and that is, what is the biggest video game betrayal? What is the biggest video game betrayal? That is the question of the week. If you guys want to answer that in the Twitch chat or in the YouTube comment section, please feel free to do that right now. If you guys don't have either of those, 
Uh, first off, how are you accessing us? And uh, you can reach us on Twitter. Our ads are on the screen right now, or you can just uh, tweet at me at Danny K and I will share this with everyone else. Um, if you guys miss any part of the show, you guys can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. We appreciate all of you guys for watching and listening, and we hope we provide you guys with the great quality content that you guys expect and hopefully get some value out of this. And I think uh, today we're going to provide a lot of value uh, to you guys. So if we guys if we do provide that value, uh, please help us out by subscribing, liking, sharing, following us all on all of our socials and stuff like that. Are you guys ready? Yeah, so I have a absolutely. It is with that new game, bro. Yeah, so I did play a new game. Um, it's called Remnants. It is free on. Whoops, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong button. Uh, it's called Remnants. It's a free-to-play game. It's a first-person shooter puzzle platformer with like some crafting elements. Uh, it's developed by a, a small team of five people and released earlier this month. The uh, system requirements for this game are pretty low. It's an Intel i3 3 gigahertz processor uh, or higher, 4 gigs of RAM, a GeForce GTX 970, 7 gigs of space on your drive, 64-bit operating system uh, are the basic requirements. So, you know, your standard laptop is going to be able to run this thing. Um, I know I kind of gave like a quick overview of like the genres this thing is. This thing hits. I'm going to give you guys the uh, gameplay loop right now. And that is basically you go around different set piece levels with your blaster, destroying drones and collecting gem shards. Uh, the gem shards are used to create gems. So it's like you need 10 gem shards to create a gem. Um, and those gems are used to power up your weapons. Uh, or not really power up your weapons. They change how your weapons behave. Like how they each gem has like an elemental energy. So fire, wind, water. Um, and everything was fine until the fire gems attacked. Um earth as well <laughs> uh and so you use these gems to basically create different elemental effects uh your blaster has six slots in it three sets of two the first slot is your left click and the second slot is your right click um you can also combine gems so if you have a fire gem and an earth gem and you make them kiss um <laughs> you create a lava gem and that'll have like uh I had it like on my right click and it creates basically like a time bomb that'll like have an AOE effect. Um most of like the left clicks are like the same like amount of damage or behave the same way, but they all have like different effect. Like the earth one will like leech life off of the drones. Um the only enemies in the game look like your quad like quadcopters with a gun on them. Um, and they vary in size and they have like different patterns and stuff. Uh, the game is a really, really short experience, probably something that you'd play for an afternoon. Um, and just as like a note, I didn't complete the game. Uh, but from what I saw and played, each level takes about five to ten ish minutes with uh, to complete. And there were about six levels to go through. Um there might be a little bit more than that, but it doesn't seem like a very long experience in the long run. Um, 
I should mention that there is platforming and stuff like that per like per the level. Um, and so you, you, you do have like a little bit of platforming uh, stuff to deal with. There's not, it's not like very intense platforming. Um, but there is some, uh, overall the game runs really well. I had no major issues or major game breaking bugs, which is good for a, a game like this. It didn't feel like an asset flip. Um, and I didn't run into anything that stopped uh, gameplay or completely ruined the experience for me, which again, good sign. Um, but I do want to offer some critiques here in case the devs ever watch this. Uh, the game has no options menu, which is always like a red flag to me when I'm like looking at some of these things. And usually if there's no option menu, that's usually a sign that the game's not even worth looking at. Um, and I think basically if a game... It, that should never not that should never happen where a game doesn't have an options menu you should always be able to adjust your brightness resolution and in-game audio um again like i said that's for me if i'm if i'm looking at like a free game or something like that and there's no options menu it's an automatic red flag um there are some like the the combat is really really fucking boring <laughs> <laughs> like just shooting drones out of the air is not is not great it's not satisfying and i mean they're good they work well they're simplistic and they do their job well but there needs to be more variety in how they behave uh you guys the there's like a lot of weird aesthetic choices like using lava um it clashes really hard with the hardcore speed running vibes when they aren't as dangerous as the player would normally expect them or perceive them to be uh, the lava in like the first level is not an instant kill. Like you don't fall in the lava and you have get a game over screen. Um, like you take damage from it, which is really weird to me because to me lava is like dead. Like you fall in the lava, you're dead. Um, so there was just a weird aesthetic choice. Uh, there was also one point like really early on in like the tutorial area where one crystal it uh looked like the ones that you're supposed to destroy so like every like where you find the gem shards are like these colored crystals that you shoot and when you um when you shoot them it like breaks and whatever else so there's one crystal set like in a like a set like a like a statue hand and i kept shooting it expecting to break it and then i'm like oh this just must be like a part of the environment that can't break it's a really weird it looked like everything else in the in the in the level and it really confused me. <laughs> so that needs to be something that the devs need to look at um, if they plan on expanding this uh, concept any further. Overall, not a horrible experience, but one as I, I, I when I was like looking at my notes and like trying to figure out like a way to describe this blase is like the best way to describe this. There isn't much here that I haven't seen before in other games. Doesn't do anything exceptionally well or interesting. Um, I feel like this was a first time project for a new team. Like that that one step above like a student game. Um, it could even have been a student game for all I know. Uh, there's just a significant portion and there might be like a significant portion of the assets reused or bought. But like I said, there's no premium purchases available here. It's not asking you for any money. 
So if it's an asset flip in that way, that's perfectly fine. Um, because it's not, it's not, it's not, not trying to repackage something and sell you something as new when it's not. Um, so yeah, if you need to find something to burn an afternoon on, afternoon on, you can find this on Steam. It's called Remnants. Uh, that's, that's the long and short of it. Uh, thoughts, questions, opinions you guys want to ask me? Green? No, it just it sounds kind of generic. So, uh, I mean, if it's a free-to-play game, it's always worth trying mm-hmm. to get like a set, of, a set opinion, like your own opinion on, but from your, your accounts, it's probably not something I'd pick up. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like too much, but the fact that it's free, I mean, I think... If I was bored enough, I think I'd pick it up. Uh, it does oddly kind of remind me of the uh, Kirby 64 game, if you guys remember that. In, in, How in, so? Because the whole, the whole point of the game is as you get different power-ups, they fuse and you, they give you different abilities. So I, I, don't, I, think, I think I'd be interested in playing this game just because it reminds me of that. Gotcha. Biggs, thoughts, questions? Um... I mean, free games, you know, like the worst that's going to happen, you're going to waste the hour of your life. You know, no harm in trying something free. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of it. Like to me, this is a good like afternoon burner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If if you just like you're trying to kill some time, it seems like, you know, it'd probably be fun to play. Yeah. Like that palate cleanser of like, I don't know what to play. I don't want to spend money on anything. I I am tired of getting my ass handed to me in Warzone or Apex or League or whatever. Absolutely. Um, Or maybe one to keep on your computer for when the internet goes down. Could be another option for it too. But overall, again, kind of blase. Cool. Well, if that's all we have on that, let's get into probably one of the biggest topics we'll have uh, today. That's the COD Black Ops Cold War release. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about COD Mobile too. But let's start with uh, the Black Ops Cold War release. And we'll start with uh, Green. Yeah, so uh, Call of Duty's uh, full, actual full release dropped last Friday. Um, that includes the campaign, multiplayer, and the zombies um the download was pretty decent i think it was like 80 gigs total 85 something like that um not much like vastly different from the beta for multiplayer i know they did some tweaking with the guns uh specifically like they nerfed the snipers uh they said that they nerfed the shotguns um a few uh, just a few tweaks and changes i mean it's it's like um, the standard Call of Duty game, though, like the um, the maps, are, depending on the sizes, the spawns are not fantastic. Um, I think that's my biggest complaint about the full release so far. And then there's a few guns that still need a little bit of tweaking as well. Um, most notably, the burst guns like the M16 and AUG are um, pretty practically from any range. Uh, one burst, you're dead. Um, so, you know, there's, there's some adjusting. I, I, we talked about... Um, leveling in the guns uh, in-game as well. Uh, multiplayer to level the guns up and get the attachments and and certain uh, camos and stuff. You have to you know progress with that weapon, get a certain amount of kills. Um, 
it's been a slow grind. It, it's been really tough to like actually get like everything unlocked. Even like I'll play three hours a night um, unless it's the weekend. And so far I've gotten the two guns that I use the most, like maybe halfway. So, I mean, I'm not putting as much time as, you know, you know a lot of other Call of Duty players, but it's still like it, 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 it's a hell of a grind just for those attachments and and skins but uh big bigs i know you wanted to add something yeah so like green said definitely like the uh like progression system for the weapons and leveling them up to unlock the attachments and unlock the uh, camos and stuff is it's a drag. It's probably the worst that I've ever played in any Call of Duty. And I put some hours in. Like, I've already prestiged the second time. Like, I got I got two gold guns. Like, I, I put some time into it. But it's, it's, it's a drag. It's a drag. It's definitely, it's, it's a turnoff. Like, it makes me only want to use, like, the good guns. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So I, I guess I had some questions kind of like following up on um, Cold War from from the beta. Um, how is the sound design? Because I know a lot of people were talking about like the sound design being poor. I remember I asked you about that before. Uh, it kind of like sounded muffled. Um, how were some of the other things? I think a lot of people were complaining about... Um, just like the, I mean, you guys talked about weapon balance before, and it doesn't sound like that was really fixed. Um, but like, let's just start with like the sound design. How was that? My personal, go ahead. You go ahead, Green. Uh, like I, I don't. For my end, I really didn't really experience that muffled sound uh, when I played the beta. Um, so that is not really fair for me to comment on but the audio was uh like every game i download i have to turn it down it's just too loud um and this was no exception i i had to turn it down maybe half a little over halfway because like i i value my eardrums so okay how about you biggs uh personal opinion i think it's at least twice as good as Modern Warfare's. At least twice as good. Like, when you start the game up, it doesn't immediately blow your eardrums out. Um, footsteps are much better. Much better than they have been in previous titles. Like, it's you can even distinguish the difference between enemy and teammate footsteps. They have, like, a def different audio cue. So, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with the audio. I think the audio is great. Okay. I mean, I, I do turn mine down as well, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I turn mine down. I turn my ma my master volume. I turn down to, uh, I think, 80. I think mm -hmm. I have it on. And then I have the music. Just I always keep that turned off in every game. Yeah. Um, how about, I mean, let's talk about, like, the, the level design and sets and all that stuff. Does everything feel like a Call of Duty game? 
in terms of that? I mean, people know what they what they're expecting out of a Call of Duty game when it comes to like levels and and maps. For me, most of the levels feel like classic three lane Black Ops maps. Like there's a couple exceptions. Um, the the one that you see in the background right now, that being one of them. Like I think it's probably the worst map in the game. Which I think that's a general conception because or perception because most of the time it always gets skipped. And that was another thing they added back, the map vote system. So, you know, you get to pick one map or the other and the people in the lobby vote for it. Whichever map gets the most votes, you play you play that one. Gotcha. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say it's a solid like everything is a Call of Duty style map. I would say it's more a, a black ops style maps like it it feels like a black ops game i'm um, just set in the 80s like especially like miami um the map that uh biggs is referring to there's a lot of neon um aesthetic to it like it's an 80s miami strip like on the beach so yeah definitely like right out of scarface mm-hmm. yeah i now i haven't tried it with ray tracing i'm like i'm, I'm av- able to use ray tracing um, I prefer not to. Um, so, like, I, I don't know what it would look like with ray tracing, but I'm sure, like, if it's like this, like, without ray tracing on, it, it probably looks really good. So. Gotcha. Um, now, I know I've been asking a lot of questions. I just want to confirm with Quan real quick. You haven't had a chance to play this yet, right? No, I am not a huge Call of Duty player. So when it comes to stuff like this, I am just way way out there okay just wanted to make sure i'm not leaving you out there <laughs> no, um, it's all good. so i mean this is a full 60 dollar title right yes 59.99 how right, are we feeling the, about that price you can get the ultimate edition as well for i think 100 but um i i honestly I can justify it being uh, buying it at full price because I've been having a lot of fun with the multiplayer. Um, I haven't tried zombies yet and I haven't tried the campaign. I've heard good things about both still. Um, But for what I'm doing, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth, like just the amount of fun I've been having. Um, Now, this game is not without its problems. I mean, especially first week of launch. Um, Absolutely. We've had a lot of of, uh, uh, join issues um especially between crossplay a lot of similar problems that i experienced um when modern warfare first came out because i I played modern warfare at launch as well and a lot of the same issues are seem like a reoccurring theme i think i think a lot of it might have to do with uh crossplay yeah the void the void was the biggest issue i think i feel like a lot of it has to do with crossplay technicalities Mm -hmm. but uh again again in, in my you know in my mind i feel like that's you know that's that's a problem that is probably going to be ongoing until crossplay becomes more prevalent. I, I I could see them patching it within the first couple of weeks, like especially with it being Treyarch. Um, you know, they're, they're, I feel like they're putting a little bit more dedication into the game um, than you know the previous devs um, for the Modern Warfare 19. Um, but yeah, like the the in-game VoIP was not. I mean, it's in-game VoIP. 
It's never really a it's good not as good as Discord. Yeah, yeah. Real like, quick, uh, just because you mentioned the devs, I want to give a shout out to a friend of ours who actually worked on. He's a part of yeah, the QA yeah. team, uh, Mr. AOB Austin O'Brien. He's right there in the credits in the QA team. So shout out to him. But uh, shout can, out to Austin. Yeah, go check out AOB and go check out his band Ghost Key. Ghost Key. That fuck, like, that band slaps. Yeah, go check out their song yeah, Detach. Cool. Uh, while you're also at it, because um, we know AO, at least I know AOB through um, uh, an acquaintance of mine, Nick, uh, who's there, who's Ghost Key's bass player. So go check out Ghost Key and check out Nick's shit and check out Nick's uh, Twitch too. Um, Nick, uh, I think he's under Nick the Yeller on on Twitch. But uh, continue with your point there. Sorry, I pretty mu- pretty much got the point now. I mean, the the VoIP just sucks. Uh... Well, I I think the multiplayer's been solid. Uh, other than that, uh, there's definitely going to be uh, tweaks that are needed for sure. Like especially you know with, with uh, weapon balance, um, especially the M16. If you use the M16, your mom's a hoe. Facts. Hundred um, percent. Like it. Like I cannot tell you over the weekend how many times I got one bursted by the M16 from across the map. That's a topic I want to talk about. Like is is the weapon balancing. Like, Go for it. The the M16, as you said, I've I'm I have a very strong feeling that there's going to be adjustments made to all of the burst fire weapons. But aside from that, I think the weapon balancing is very good compared to we're on year two straight of M4 meta in Modern Warfare. Like. Yeah. An entire year of Call of Duty, like three nerfs, and it's, oh, it's still hands it's down like the best. Update. Yeah, every, every update, update they, something do, they, new. they do something to that gun, and it's still the best gun in the game, hands down. Like, well, it's not even that. It's like the one update they they buffed the shotguns, and the shotguns are like god tier. Yeah, and one, it's something one every single every every single time they put in a new gun, a new update, something is broken. Something is. Re- but the the underbarrel shotgun on the foul. That's what I was just about to say. That the the God. FMR. It was the was it the foul or the FMR? It was the FFR. Yeah, the FFR. Yeah, the FFR. Yeah. Bro, I didn't. And I did not play the game. I quit playing the game for that that entire week. I did not. And they patched it. They patched it in a week, right? For 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 Modern Warfare. Um, but for the whole time and every up like every season update since, there's been a a, a visual bug that they like they cannot fix. Yeah, like, they sure as hell can fix that that underbarrel shotgun real fucking quick. Yeah, they can add new stuff into the store every freaking week. But let's not get started on that. I don't want to. Well, actually, true. no, I, I kind of do want to get started on that um, because, as I mentioned, this is a full sixty dollar game, right? And for an annual title, and I already have. I, I mean, I already mentioned some of my trepidations about paying for a sixty dollar title when it comes to Call of Duty right now especially as a pc player when i know i'm not getting an equivalent product for the same price that a ps4 or ps5 player is getting i know i mentioned this last week but in terms of like ps5 players are getting a bunch of advantages um they're getting more content for the same price as a pc and xbox one player in another place that i mean i I mean, let's make no bones about it. Activision wants to wants to have you pay for more with their store. So no, let's, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, so like, let's talk about it. How is that looking I've, right now? I, 
I I feel uh, from from my point of view as somebody like I actively play Call of Duty. I buy every single one. Like it doesn't matter if the game is good. If it's not good, I buy it. I play it. I play Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like the content that it's it's a zombie map. I don't play zombies anyways, so I could care less. The double XP and the XP bonuses. I mean, if, if you're like a casual guy or if you're somebody that has a limited amount of time, you can only play, you know, two or three hours, three times a week. I can see that. For me, as somebody that, like, I go to work and I come home and I play Call of Duty, like, I'm, I've am i already, I only, I have one prestige left until the, until the next season starts. So, like, it, that, the extra XP affects, like, hardcore players, that's going to affect them in zero way at all. That's not a big deal. Like I'd be I'd be upset if I was a PlayStation player and like if I bought a PlayStation just to get exclusive content for Call of Duty, I'm gonna be like, that's all I get. But that's just my personal brand new PlayStation five and you're not yeah. gonna have the full like the full <laughs> feeling of the game because And then you know like backtrack to PS4. Yeah, like um like let's let you you know, we could talk about that. Like Warzone on PS5 is actually just the backwards compatible PS4 version, and it's capped at 60 frames. You went out and bought a PS5 so that you can be up there with the PC players. You want to be good, and you're capped at 60 frames. Like, that, I think, is a, a grievance. That is, that is, I, I would be phenomenal. Like, I, I would be beyond upset. Beyond upset. I bought a PC just because. I was getting frame rate drops in Warzone and I bought a PC and you know, it still happens. It's Warzone. It happens. But aside from that, I'm getting about 200 frames consistently all the time. Whereas on PlayStation, uh, I had a PS4 pro and I was probably getting 50 consistently. So if somebody's like, you know, Warzone's a big thing right now. Lots of people play Warzone. Like it's, it's a big deal, you know? You go out and you you buy a PlayStation Five, thinking you're gonna have an upper hand now, and you're gonna be able to compete with the PC players that wreck you all the time. No, you're you're not. You're just you're still playing a PS4 version of the game. PS4 textures, PS4 resolution. Like you you can't change the um the refresh rate at all in the in the PS5 version. Like uh, I don't know. And it's then you know it's it's the opposite with the Xbox version. The Xbox they're they're running up there. They they can they have you know they can play on 144 hertz. They can play you know they're getting 100 plus frames. I would be upset about that. But you know what can you do? I think I do have to backpedal a little bit though on like the actual in-game store. Um, I don't. Is like, is there an in-game store for Black Ops? Because I didn't see it. There is, and there's one pack. It's the same pack that they sell every single year at the launch, and it's the um, uh, what is it called? The uh, endowment. Pack. No, it's called the endowment pack, and a hundred percent of all sales go to the uh, Veterans Association or whatever. It goes yeah, to I'm veterans. Lo- I'm looking at the store right now. It's calling it the Challenger Pack now. Um, it's nine ninety nine. That's the only thing that's in the store so far. Yeah, and they yeah. like I I have not seen like in the actual multiplayer or anything like that. There's not been like a huge push on like, uh, like I haven't non- seen anything that says to buy something. Yeah, interesting. So I think that's solid. Okay. I mean, I'm sure For I'm right sure now. once Warzone, yeah, once Warzone gets integrated into it because it will in December. Mm-hmm. That's when the, you're going to start seeing more like that store being pushed. 
because it you know it's integrated it's that, with that free to play game. Free to play, yeah. Which I mean, once you throw something that's called free to play in, that automatically means that you know a multi million dollar, multi billion dollar company is going to be like, eh, we need money because it's free. Help us. Yeah, and when it comes to free to play stuff, I don't mind certain monetization practices. I think some of them are scummier than others. Warzone is for the most part, I mean, it's it's in the middle of the road going towards the high road. It's not nearly as bad as like where some of the mobile stuff is. Um Oh no, but it's it's up there though. It's like it's every week is something like yeah. there's something new every week. Yeah. And like instead of like spending like they have a full fucking team working on adding shit to that store, right? Every week. But they have two people working on the the cheating report system. Like they send in the reports, they get the reports in, the two people go through the footage, and then issue bans from there. Two people. Right? Yeah. No no fucking like anti cheat system. It's two guys in a chair. Like, come on. But they can spend like, you know, you know, ten people working on in game uh cosmetics for people to buy. Gotta keep those artists employed, dude. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't think it'd matter if you keep those artists em- uh, employed if like everyone drops the game because they can't fucking play. True. That's valid. And there's a it, the cheating with Warzone is. I mean, that's such a huge fucking issue. I've seen you have some. I can't go into solo. Like if I go into solo, Call of Duty. I always like every other match. I will run into a cheater who wins the game. I'll watch them and they will win the game with 15 kills using a car 98, no scope wall hack aimbot, just picking people off. I have it like recordings on my PC of people yeah. doing this shit. Oh, I've seen you. I've seen it on your stream. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've talked about cop, uh, cod black ops, Cold War, which is just a fucking mouthful of a fucking title. <laughs> um, let's talk about COD Mobile, Quan. You got some got your hands on COD Mobile a little bit. Yeah, so I have never touched COD Mobile uh, ever since it came out. Uh, again, it's not my thing. If anyone remembers me from the last time I was here, I'm a big RPG person. Uh, but I but I played a little bit of a uh, COD Mobile. Uh, not the experience I was expecting. Um, I was expecting something a little bit more traditional Call of Duty. You know, I played a little bit, you know, uh, Black Ops 1 and 2 and those came out and all that. Uh, but it, it, I, it was really easy to play. And that's something that I didn't think I'd be able to come out of this thing. Uh, I am the worst when it comes to, uh, first person shooters. Uh, I just don't have that reaction in those kinds of games like that. Um, so I was expecting to get uh, destroyed, but I played a handful of matches and I was coming out with like really nice kill streaks. Um, I think a big part of that is uh, one of the default options in the game is you auto fire. So instead of having to sit there, line up your shot and uh, pull some kind of trigger, uh, when, you, when you line up the shot, the game detects if there's a player there and then it uh, sends off a burst. Um, so I think I think that's just one thing that made it really easy. Uh, I did try playing with the normal of press to shoot, but just with mobile controls. 
I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think we're quite there yet, where they're just, like, top-notch unless you're using, like, a Bluetooth controller. Um, Which you can't yeah, access I... if you're on Apple. <laughs> Android all Fuck the way. Apple. Fuck Apple. Uh, but yeah, overall, it was a it, 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 it was kind of a different experience. Uh, it definitely seemed more. I, I I understand why they made the changes they did. It definitely felt more like a mobile experience. But I don't know. I it just felt kind of weird with how easy everything felt. It felt it felt like a uh, baby's first Call of Duty. Yeah, which is kind of how I, I I think that's similarly how to. I described it. So it's been out for about a year now. Yeah. Um, and I, I got my hands back on it just to see if there's any like major updates really. And there really isn't, <laughs> there wasn't anything there that I'm like, Oh, that's brand new. It was a lot of like changes to the store. They've, you know, added like a few maps, I think, oh. or maybe changed around a few maps, but there wasn't anything there that I'm like, Oh wow. This is like a totally different experience from what it was last year, which is I how they're going to be handling Warzone. I will say the UI is so clunky. Holy um, cow. Yeah, that that just, go ahead. Oh, the tutorial, I just I didn't fully understand what I was being told with um going for I think it was like the members card or something like that and then they're um like leveling up the guns, having the different type of of uh, XP cards. It's just a lot to throw at somebody. And honestly, I'm a pretty big mobile player. Like, I play a lot of gacha games. Like, those are my, like, trashy addiction. And those tend to throw a lot at you, but they kind of space it out so that um, once you kind of understand everything, uh, you're pretty much a pro at the game. Whereas this, it was just too much information all within, like, five minutes. And so many uh, little pop-up ads trying to get me to pay for stuff. It was just very uh, overwhelming. Yeah, the yeah, the UI is trash. Um, I don't understand. This is one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to like mobile games is why have so much shit on your screen when it's a 16 by 9 ratio mm -hmm. or is it 9 by 16? 9 by 16. Yep. Um, 9 by 16 ratio in like a tiny ass screen. Like what's the largest phone screen on the market right now? Like maybe 10 inches whatever the size of the uh, z fold is right now yeah so <laughs> i'm just like why why cram all this and make it really hard to even navigate but like i get why they do it because they want to overwhelm you so that you feel like you have to buy something it's yeah. i feel like it's, just, it's the same logic they use at um at like target or something that's why they have like the red color scheme mm -hmm. it's supposed to make you want to get a bunch of stuff quick so I understand it, but I feel like if you have a decent understanding of how this kind of marketing works, it overwhelms me, and then I just want to stop playing. Mm -hmm. uh, Biggs, Green, did you guys get your hands on COD Mobile at all in the last little while since it's uh, been released? We'll, we'll, go, we'll go Green. I, I, was, I never touched it. I, I have yet to touch COD Mobile. That I like... I try to avoid putting games on my phone as much as possible, um, just because like I'm like I'm already on my phone enough as it is, like with social media, Smart so man. I don't need to spend more time on on gaming. Gotcha, uh, Biggs. Uh, I played it during the uh, beta, and I think like right 
when it launched, but that was about it. I haven't really played it since, so I'm not really sure. I mean, it was fun. It felt like Call of Duty Mobile, like you know, it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty much it's pretty much the same thing as Call of Duty, just on your phone. Yeah, I think for the most part, Call of Duty Mobile. You can still say the same things that we said about it when we reviewed it the first time. There's not a ton of differences between. There's not a ton of differences from when it was released. Um, I just don't think it. I mean, if you weren't interested in it before, you're not going to be interested in it now because not enough has changed. Um, and that's kind of just where Call of Duty Mobile is at, I think. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a ten cent game. Like they seem to all follow follow the same pattern. PUBG yeah. Mobile is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that pretty much it feels like a PUBG Mobile clone, but it's just Call yeah. of Duty instead of PUBG. Which we'll talk about actually after the break. Uh, um, do you guys was, have anything else on COD before? It. What's that? So I was trying to lead into it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you guys want to hear what we're going to be talking about PUBG Mobile for. Uh, stay tuned. Do you guys have anything else you want to mention on COD Black Ops before um, we go to break? If you're a Call of Duty fan, get it. It's fun. I had fun. If you're a Modern Warfare only fan, eh, you're probably not going to like it. Like, it's it's not, it, you know, it's regular Call of Duty. It's not like Modern Warfare Call of Duty. Gotcha. Well, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in two minutes. Stay right there. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. We do this podcast to help you guys figure out what games to play when you're low on cash and help you put into perspective what all the weekly gaming news means and what it could mean for your wallet. Have we helped you save a little money recently? If so, could you do us a favor? Subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you ring that bell and drop a like and tell a friend about us. We sincerely appreciate you for watching and listening. And please enjoy the rest of the show. All right, and we are back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And uh, let's get into our next topic here, which is we just have some news updates. Um, the first one, as we uh, teased teased a little bit um, before, is PUBG Corp has created a new PUBG Mobile just to get around the ban in India. Uh, so this was actually Biggs was on our uh, was on the show the last time we talked about this. Uh, the Indian government had banned Tencent from operating within the country. Tencent being the Chinese technology firm uh, that has its uh, tentacles basically in like every sector of the gaming market. Um, and so they, a lot of the concern or the reason they, uh, they had banned Tencent was because of Tencent's connections to the Chinese government and privacy concerns. Uh, So the ban came in September from the Indian government, and basically PUBG Corp had to come up with a new way to get the app back into India. Uh, India is the second or... I think it's the first or second largest mobile... uh, market in the world and the way that they did this was by creating a new firm to exclusively operate within india um and this is really notable 
because uh, people might be like, well, aren't you guys all Americans? Why are you guys talking about this? This is really notable because um, the Trump administration, while it was still a thing, or while it still technically is until January 20th, um, <laughs> was planning on banning both Tencent and ByteDance, who owns TikTok, from operating in the country. Um, it It's... Currently, it seems like the feds, because the, the deadline had already passed, but it seems like the feds had kind of forgotten about the ban. Um, and with the Biden administration, it's entirely possible that it won't happen at all. But it's and I would say it's probable that it's not going to happen, that they're probably that Biden's going to um, pull back, rescind that uh, executive order. But it is still entirely possible that maybe they won't. Maybe. And so it's interesting to see just how much PUBG Corp had to do to get around a ban and what they would most likely have to do here in the United States if they weren't able to completely sever their ties with Tencent. Um, well, just to get some opinions on it, we'll start with Quan. Um, I guess I don't have a huge opinion on this. I do definitely think that it is a safe business tactic for them to... Uh, to try to push, uh, especially uh, in the article that we're kind of citing from, it does also bring up uh, the Himalayan border dispute. So there are some, it's very tense over there, so I can understand why they would do something that I don't think a lot of companies would necessarily do um, so quickly. Uh, on top of that, too, it, it is kind of nice that they will also be trying to bring uh, more, of, more of an esports edge into India with them trying to fund tournaments, competitions, and stuff like that, as well as eSport teams. Um, I guess on service level, it does seem like it has a lot of good intentions. Uh, although, with Tencent, you know, it's Tencent. Uh, what, you know... Well, they're, they're, Tencent they're, won't they're... be involved in the new stuff in India. Oh, right, 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 my bad. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, I I I I understand why they're going to these lengths and why they're going so far as to create more of a tailored experience for the Indian market. Because uh, I guess essentially at this point, they they really have to if they if they want to keep a hold on that. Yeah, uh, Green, let's go to you. Uh, well, I saw it coming because like PUBG is you know, pretty lucrative in that area. Um, I don't really have like have a huge opinion on it. I just, uh, I just, uh, and then you said it's ten cent, right? Is like over the new like mark, like the the they, company that's pushing this, right? Or do they not have their hands in it? No. So they PUBG Corp had to completely sever ties with Tencent for yeah, for their app in India. So Tencent okay. isn't allowed anywhere near this. Basically, it's a new app that they had to create, and they're nowhere in Tencent to operate uh, for PUBG Corp to operate in India or op operate this app in India. Tencent can't even have like a whiff of it. Good on them. <laughs> Fuck Tencent. I don't like Tencent. Yes. But yeah, so yeah, I, I, could, I, I like I see like the solid reason for that because I mean, uh, like the. That area of Asia is really big into PUBG. So, like, that's a massive market that they were missing out on. Yeah, I mean, I mean just for yeah from Tencent to make that money. Like, it's only logical that they did that. Yeah, well, not even just PUBG. 
it's huge on mobile gaming in general. So any company that wants to operate there needs to have some sort of mobile offering. Uh, and that's like why you see a lot of these AAA games, you know, like Call of Duty Mobile and this new Diablo's Immortal, which is that even operating right now? I don't know if that's operating. Um, or if that's still in development or not. But yeah, that's a huge well, it's thing. It's still in development. Is it? Yeah, yeah. You I guys got, have uh, phones, I right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that was Biggs, good. Your thoughts? Um, I, f- I feel like we have this conversation like pretty often. Um, I think Tencent is shysty. Like something they're they're doing something <laughs> that is no good. Whether you know it's just hearsay. It's speculation, you know, if if it's one person that's like, I'm suing Tencent, I don't trust them, they're shady. But when you have multiple countries, governments, like, look, something's going on here. Uh, maybe. Yeah, what I would you like. Know, <laughs> I, I just I just feel like there's always there's always some truth in every speculation, like it's coming from somewhere. Yeah, something that they're doing is no good, and I think that they're they're the the whole they got a racket on the industry, mm-hmm. man. Like they got their finger in so much stuff, like it's like a kid in a candy store. It's uh, mm, yeah. I don't trust them. So I will say, just like as like generally, you're you're talking about multiple governments here, um, as Quan alluded to, and was as our source, uh, which I think is from Gaming Biz, right? Uh, um yes so yeah from gaming biz um india is in a geopolitical conflict over the Kashmir region re, uh, region uh in the himalayas that's and that's a region like it actually i didn't realize how contested it is but it borders pakistan india and china and it's heavily disputed area um, so it makes sense that that India would be like, hey, look, you know, we have national security reasons and similar to what the United States has. The Trump administration had quoted um, a lot of national security reasons to ban TikTok and start banning uh, Tencent uh, apps in the United States. Um, so there's a little bit of a that. what's that? They didn't people that proof. They just said, hey, there's some security issues. Yeah. So there, there is a bit there. I would actually like to see what like is happening in the EU with this stuff. Is the EU investigating? I haven't really heard much about that. But let's move on from that update to the other update. And this is, again, kind of a smaller update. That's why I'm not like splitting this up into huge conversations. Um, but bet- on the Epic and Apple lawsuit, uh, we got like a little bit of movement and that is um, Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers, uh, who is residing over the case, has denied Apple's claim that Epic circumventing the 30% constituted theft. So if we kind of go back through our history here, Epic filed their antitrust lawsuit against Apple when um, Apple took them down from took Fortnite down from the App Store when Epic said when epic added their own direct payment process which 
Apple takes requires that all apps use the Apple Pay system and takes 30%. Similar to Google, which I do have a little bit of uh, Google information here because I think we're a lot of us are kind of forgetting that Google is also involved in this controversy, just not as publicly. Um, <clears throat> so Apple is now claiming, or that they countersued when the antitrust lawsuit was brought against them. They countersued saying that, hey, the fact that you circum circumvented our 30% cut on this constitutes theft. Um, Gonzalez Rogers dismissed the claims at the hearing uh, last Tuesday saying, quote, you can't just say Epic's conduct is independently wrongful. You have to have facts. Um, end quote. That's exactly what she told Apple's counsel. Fierce. She, this judge takes no shit. I think we said that last time. She takes absolutely no shit. Oh, no, she does not. Um, and like a little bit of information, because I do have some Google information here, and it is kind of pertinent to the case. Uh, Google has formally requested their dispute with Epic be kept separate from Apple, uh, which is why you don't see Google and Apple in a joint case here. Um, and they are attempting to push their hearings until October 2022. And I have a feeling the reason they're doing, and this is just pure speculation on my part, I have a feeling the reason they're trying to do that is if the Apple case goes the way of Apple, then Google is in the clear. If it doesn't go the way of Apple, Google will try to correct that and overrule that precedent, I think. Um, so I think that's their main strategy. That's the, those are the uh, updates. We'll kind of go, um, I'll go, uh, Mr. Green, do you have any thoughts on, on this? No, it's, you know, just waiting for it all to be done and over with. So I can see who comes out on top and what that means for antitrust laws going forward, especially with video games. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Biggs, opinions? Um... You know, nothing that hasn't already been stated. And right. Quan, anything you want to add? Uh, I'm not nearly as invested in this case as y'all. It sounds fun, but. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's. We've just been following episode. it since like the start. So. On this episode of our day, the days of our lives, like it's like perfect. <laughs> like they need like a little, like a little intro like that, like. This time on Apple versus Epic. <laughs> Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Oh my God! Can I? I'm gonna Photoshop. Uh, I'm gonna Photoshop that now. Yeah, it's well. In part of it, and let me just because we have another lawsuit story that we're gonna talk about here in just a minute. But it's just so. Wait for it. Daddy. Sexy. Sorry, I played a sexy sound effect. I know you guys couldn't hear it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just so sexy to talk about lawsuits uh <laughs> which like i said we do have another lawsuit that we wanted to talk about today um before bef before we say anything do you guys want to take a guess you guys want to take a guess on who's getting sued i uh, know i think i have a good idea yeah 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 do you guys want to actually say the guess or no i mean it, i mean it's pretty it's not it's pretty beautiful. is it is it a two letter is it a two letter word <laughs> 
It's Activision. No, I'm kidding. It's EA. Um, Electronic again? Okay. <laughs> again? Yeah. So <laughs> EA is facing another lawsuit over its ultimate team loot box system and the use of the dynamic difficulty adjustment. I really hope anyone who's listening on the podcast feed heard my air quotes there um this time they're getting sued right here in the beautiful usa uh my source on this story is rebecca valentine uh from gamesindustry.biz go check out the original article if you guys want some more in-depth information uh, the suit is being filed in the U.S. District Court of North California, which I am like 99.9% sure is the same court that the Epic and uh, Apple lawsuit is uh, going into. Uh, probably be a different judge, but wouldn't that be a uh, wouldn't that be hilarious if it was the same judge? Um, there are uh, three plaintiffs, uh, Jason. I'm going to, and I'm going to apologize to these uh, gentlemen. Um, Jason Zajonk, Z-A-J-O-N-C, Danielle Williams, and Pranko or Pronko Lozano. I want to say Pronko Lozano, but I'm not sure. Uh, once again, I, I apologize to uh, these folks. Uh, I feel like these are aliases. <laughs> like right, these like, can't oh. be real names yeah it's like oh we got we got to stick with our our in-game names but guys like you gotta really stick to the script we're gamers we're yeah we're gamers this is the names <laughs> i don't know if they're lawyers uh i kind of hope that they that these are like just like three lawyers who are filing this together because that would just be kind of cool um so they're claiming in their filing that ea's actions violate the california consumers legal remedies act false advertising law unfair competition law and that ea's actions qualifies unjust enrichment what are their actions well they allege that the use of the difficult uh dynamic difficult adjustments difficulty adjustments technology is used to frustrate players into purchasing more loot boxes in player packs and effectively make high state stat players not play as well as they should. Uh, here are some quotes. Quote, EA's undisclosed use of the difficulty adjusting mechanism deprives gamers who purchase player packs of the benefit of their bargains because EA's difficulty adjusting mechanisms, rather than only the stated ranking of the gamer's ultimate team players and the gamer's relative skill, dictates or at least high highly influences the outcome of the match basically what they're saying is that this um dynamic system is used to so if you pay a bunch of player pack uh, pay for a bunch of player packs and you have a high ranked team the difficulty adjustment takes those gains and compresses it so you could be you could be here and expect to be uh, playing beating people at like this level, but now it's going to automatically adjust so it's more even. Um, basically, anti pay to win. It's pay to keep playing at the same level. Um, another quote here, uh, quote, this is a self-perpetuating cycle that benefits EA to the detriment of EA sports gamers since difficulty adjustment mechanisms make gamers believe their teams are less skilled than they actually are, leading them to purchase additional player packs in hopes of receiving better players and being more competitive. So again, back to, you know, you expect you're going to be getting at this level 
but in reality they artificially increase it so it's at like this level and so you're going to pay to get up to this level makes sense you're gonna pay Absolutely. more to keep to keep getting higher so um, on on that about a year ago maybe a little bit longer it was when anthem came out i posted um the link to a patent that ea owns mm-hmm. for the system for that that uses that that programming it, like it, it was the patent that they had on the system and it's specifically designed so that if you play really well and don't buy stuff you're gonna lose and you're gonna lose to people that have bought stuff and it's gonna make it so you you that and the, the whole reasoning behind it is so that you're losing to these people that have bought stuff even though like you shouldn't be playing against these people because they're you know higher ranks whatever and it's supposed to pressure you into being like, well, man, you know, I need to buy this stuff too so that I can perform as well as they do. Yeah. And I remember, I feel like we spoke about this system green. Do you recall this at all? I feel like we have, I, I, I think like I might've posted it into your discord because they had a whole patent for it. And I actually went and found the, the patent posted the link. I don't know if I sent it to your discord or not, but I actually, I actually remember I, I looked a lot into this. It was right when Anthem had came out. Because I thought for sure that they were going to use it in Anthem. But mm. alas, nothing became Anthem. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's still got a chance, baby. Still got a chance. Anthem 2.0? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I might revisit that one day. Yeah. Uh, Green, yeah, do you recall talking about this at all? This, I, I think so. I, 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 I know I at least saw stuff on it. I think we talked about it. Yeah. Also, I'm going to apologize. Jake I feel like I've been talking all... What's that? I said it's jank regardless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's super janky. It's like a reverse skill-based matchmaking. Like, yeah. First off, nobody likes skill-based matchmaking anyways. Call of Duty. But <laughs> then, like, to use it to to pressure your player base into buying these packs, man, it's just, that's foul. That's, that's shady. That's so underhanded, like. Well, I do have to sidestep here uh did we say what game we're uh, they're referring to in this like, Madden I, Ultimate like FIFA. I was gonna say oh, it sounds a whole Ultimate lot team. like fifa yeah, well, Madden um, ultimate teams does the same thing yeah Madden, i think Madden has the ultimate team system i think this is specific the lawsuit focuses specifically on fifa but i mean i know the system is in place for um a lot of games well, they've been the, the poster child for spending a boatload of money for stupid shit that they're just going to recycle the next year anyways, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm actually a little surprised to see this particular thing come up because as we've seen in a lot of lawsuits, usually it's regarding um, these companies not having like a gambling license essentially like they're operating like illegal casinos um i I think another thing is like they feel like it's gonna go a little more under the radar because the people that tend to play sports games are not quite as like gamer savvy you know like they don't really they might not really know like what loot crates are you know they're more casual player base so i feel i feel like that could be another thing like they feel like it's going to slide under the radar. Yeah. Well, in they in these particular games are very common gifts from parents to children. Right? Because a 
a football game or a, a soccer game or, you know, NBA 2K, that's not a game you have to really necessarily worry about giving to little Timmy, right? Timmy's not going to see a titty uh, <laughs> playing Madden. He's not going to see a dude. Uh, he's not going to see a demon get its face stomped out in Madden yet. Yet. Um, if you guys want to, if you guys want, uh, you know, a Madden game where you want get violence, uh, just go on ahead and play Blood Bowl. <laughs> Depends on what kind of ad they're putting in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna just go on, a, if uh, EA starts throwing <laughs> the boys ads everywhere. <laughs> I was hoping more for Brazers. <laughs> Brazers ads. <laughs> Get your Brazers originals right here. I, th I think 2K, 2K might be teetering on that line. Of course. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting because, like I said, a lot of the lawsuits that we see uh, regarding loot boxes is mostly on the idea of like, hey, they're operating in a legal casino. That's not really happening here. They're saying that this is a very specific mechanism that EA is employing that manipulates players and also the use of this system also constitutes false advertising. If the plaintiffs are successful, what they're asking the court to do is to have EA stop the alleged misrepresentation of the player packs and card mechanisms, um, including an a corrective advertising campaign to fix the mistakes. And they're also asking for restitution of funds that the court would deem unlawful. So that could be one of those things that if you spent money on this in the past, you could get your money back. Maybe you'd probably get like an email or something in your inbox from EA and just being like, Hey, you get $5 back that you can only spend in our store. <laughs> Um, yeah, and as someone who has received, uh, an email about a class, cl class action lawsuit, which I was sent incorrectly, it was uh, a couple years ago for, um, some GPUs, NVIDIA got sued for like, everyone had bought like a certain set of GPUs, which my GPU and my current rig is in the same class, I just don't remember which one it is. Um, and I'm on a power color AMD thing, but I was incorrectly sent it is the point they got, everyone got like $21. <laughs> that was how much the court um, deemed was enough. The old bulldozer thing. Yeah. That yeah. What it was called bulldozer. It was an NVIDIA thing. And I basically new egg had sent me an email mistakenly being like, hey, you're entitled to $21. And then like 24 hours later, like, hey, sorry, you bought a Radeon card, not an NVIDIA. We're, you know, we, we're radiates. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's probably exactly how it's going to go down. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, connect whatever email is connected to your EA account, you get $5. Or, you know, I don't think they're going to charge it back to your card. They're probably going to make you like spend it on the <laughs> for something else. Yeah, chances are they're just going to put it into your account. And like, whatever their currency is that you're going to have to spend in their store anyways. Yeah. Um. So that's the EA lawsuit in California. Any other thoughts, opinions, questions that we wanted to get out there? I hope they win. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they win as well. 
Yeah, I've got nothing else. I mean, we'll we'll see how this lands. Um, so here's the one that uh, th this next this next topic. I feel like this is one we could not have gotten a better group of people together to discuss this. Um, and I feel like this is the one where there's going to be a lot of yelling. <laughs> so. It was announced today that Twitch and Monster Cat, which is an electronic uh, music record label, formed a partnership where if you pay for the Monster Cat Gold membership, not only will you get access and a license to use their music for broadcasts and videos, but you'll automatically get onboarded to become a Twitch affiliate. The price for the light or for the gold membership is five dollars a month so you pay that five dollars a month you're automatically a twitch affiliate as a quick refresher maybe you guys are just viewers or don't really know how the whole twitch thing works um you have an unaffiliated streamers who can't earn subs bits or ad revenue right they can only get followers and have viewers hang out and you know play games and and do whatever then you have affiliates which three out of the four of us here are an affiliate. Yeah, get out of here, Danny. <laughs> are you feeling a little bit like the black sheep over here? The for for multiple reasons, yes. <laughs> As I say, um, <laughs> unintended, uh, unintended pun there, I guess. Um, so affiliates can gain subs, or can earn subs, bits, and ad revenue. Um, and then you have partners who get all of those things, plus a higher CPM on their re ad revenue. Uh, they get more indirect Twitch support. And there's a lot of prestige and branding opportunities that come with it. Am I missing anything there, Green? No, I would say that that's pretty straightforward. Okay. So normally, in order to get affiliate status on Twitch, you need to have 50 followers stream for a consecutive of 500 minutes within 30 days and have three consecutive viewers during that time. I'm sorry, did I say 500 Average. minutes consecutive? No, it's uh, just a 500 total minutes within 30 days and have three consecutive viewers. Three average viewers. Yes, three average consecutive. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, so, and just real quick, that bar... And I don't mean to like flex on anyone here or anything like that. That is extraordinarily low. In order to to get past that, that's a pretty low barrier to entry. Um, that's that could be done in like that can be done in a week, if you pick the right game, and like have people consistently watch you and actually get the follows like mm -hmm. push out. I mean, I'm not saying that it, it's guaranteed in a week. I mean, it it can take some time. Yeah. But like I've seen people who get it in like two days. I so hit affiliate. I hit affiliate in two months. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't condone it, but there's a lot of like a lot of people you put like L for L or F for F in your in your thing, and people will just come lurk your channel. Yeah, people will just come follow you. You follow them back. You know, it, it's pretty easy to to hit to hit those numbers. Yeah. But, um. When compared to the YouTube partnership program, which I will say, 
right? There is a difference between the YouTube partnership program in which they only have that one program. And depending on how large of a creator and how much influence you have on the platform, you can pull different strings depending on who you know, kind of like how, it, but kind of like how um, some Twitch partners can. But this is just to, if you make content on YouTube and you want to make money, you have to be in the partnership program. And the minimum that you need to do is 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 valid public hour watch hours over the course of one year or 12 months and have a linked AdSense account. That's what's required, right? So the grind to basically be able to monetize your content for YouTube is way, way harder than it is on Twitch. Twitch has a very relatively easy um, affiliation program. Uh, and so basically, and I'm just going to get right into my opinion here on this whole thing. To be honest <laughs> with how low the barrier is to become a Twitch affiliate, this isn't necessarily a huge deal to me because the, because of how low it is. And generally in, you know, being self-deprecating here, the affiliate program lets a lot of low tier creators like myself <laughs> make money on on content that is basically worthless and again i'm trashing on myself here i i am surprised do you, do you need a hug <laughs> i'm surprised anyone watches my bullshit and wants to pay me any money for it um oh you know what content i'm paying for <laughs> you're paying for this you know i'm i'm paying for those fucking calves oh, oh yeah um, let me see, see that muscle in there. Just let me go ahead and yeah, this is the con you got content you guys want. Um, so, but I do have major issues with this whole scheme. The first is it only amplifies the shitty mindset that already pervades this stream, the this streaming scene, and that is that streaming is a get rich quick scheme, right? The majority of people who stream don't get their money out of it and you're don't, not going to get your money back out of it don't get any money out of it don't get yeah they don't get any money out of it and whatever you invest in it you're not going to get back out no that's the majority of people <laughs> spend that money for fun danny damn <laughs> <laughs> well it's just green you and i have met people who have spent way too much fucking money to do yeah, this just to quit in like a week just to quit within a week or a month to find out, I mean, and so this to me is just another part of that shitty mindset of, hey, I pay $5 for Monster Cats Premium. I can use music and I'm already an affiliate on Twitch, right? I don't have to, and that's just like, if that's like the, your first step, right? Oh yeah, I just bought my PC, built it. Um, I paid somebody for emotes. You know, I paid $75 for my fucking emotes. I built a two grand PC. Uh, I bought... Um, a uh, hundred dollar microphone, hundred dollar webcam. I'm already sitting here at, uh, what is that? Uh, $2,200. Um, you know, uh, I'm paying for an overlay pack that cost me another $50. So what we're at $2,300 right there. And all of a sudden, like this person, uh, starts streaming. They're at it for a month. They're an affiliate, but they don't have any, uh, followers in what? 
they quit. What point? What the? What's the point of that? The affiliate program, as you start to go about it, should be there to call out those people so they don't waste their time and their money trying to stream Absolutely. and try to make it. Absolutely, I, I feel like it's really there to to like help help teach you how to grow your channel, like mm -hmm. how to be more successful as as a streamer. You know, retain your viewership. You know, it, it's not just about having you know getting that push and getting those average viewers. It's about making those average viewers come back every stream and finding your content. Like, yeah, yeah, the, like the biggest thing is like, like when you, when you're pushing for affiliate and you're, you're you're just starting out, you have to find like the content and and get that experience in the content. Um, because like if you if you're just going straight to affiliate and you're expecting to make money, you're not going to have anyone coming to your stream. Like, I don't care. Like, if someone uses this, like, it's not going to hurt me any. Like, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Like, I, like, it's, it's really just a ploy for them to pay Monster Cats money for their their music. That probably yeah. sucks, anyways. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. It's um, middle of the road EDM. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks. Okay. Um. Thank you for answering that. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, like you, you can find free music on on the internet. YouTube, like stream beats is free. YouTube's YouTube free. Has hundreds of hours of no copyright playlists that mm. have you know like all all kinds uh, all kinds of music, all kinds of genres. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So real quick, because I've been an affiliate for going on three years now. Green, you've been an affiliate for two years, year and a half? R roughly two years. Yeah. Roughly two years. Biggs, you're at seven months. Yeah. Quan, you're the one here who's unaffiliated. How are you feeling yeah. about this? Um, so I go two ways on this. From the business perspective of Twitch, I totally understand this. Um, basically, you're – because I, I – a lot of kids have this dream of becoming a big streamer, a big YouTuber. Uh, I know you talked about it. Like, you know, like a lot of people expect to get something out of this uh, financially. And I feel like this is a really smart move on Twitch's end because basically they're extorting all of these parents for this $5 subscription. Now, from a personal perspective, you know, like, like you said, Danny, I think this can... Uh, this does contribute to a really negative mindset. And I say this as somebody who wants to work in the media industry, uh, like as a career. A lot of people just expect that once you can get past, you know, the the small, like, or I shouldn't say small, just the general barrier to entry, that things are going to be easy from there. You're going to be making money, getting those hookups, you know, playing Among Us with AOC in no time, you know, that kind of shit. And it, it's really, really, like, I'd say in, like, what, about the month and a half that I've been streaming? You know, I'm, I, I'm not an affiliate yet, but I feel like I've learned a lot. I've enjoyed the experience of having to, you know, of having a stream that has, you know, 15 people in it. And having a stream that only has two people in it, you know, both have taught me something that I feel like is contributing towards uh, potentially getting bigger. So I feel like a lot of people are going to subscribe to this service and then um, that's where they think they peak out at. You know, you, you said it before, like the learning opportunity kind of, it, 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 it's a little jaded. 
Yeah, so someone yeah. here is correcting us. They say it lets you apply via Monster Cat. doesn't mean you'll be accepted. Oh. And you have to have Which, that Monster Cat gold subscription for 30 days before you can apply for that, too. And then twi you you click for the apply, and then they'll send, like, Twitch will send you something, like an email within the next, like, I think it said three to five business days. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like that contributes to my idea even more so of, like, Twitch basically extorting parents and other people for money. There's not even a guarantee that you're going to get it. It's an application, which is basically five bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I So there's this whole thing, like like you and I were talking about, where... Um, it, it it contributes a lot of bad ideas into the streaming scene, which is already fraught with horrible get rich quick mentality. Um, which I you know what I got swept up in that. I had a lot of really good fucking success in my first six months. You know, I I made enough money in my first six months of streaming that. When I was really, when I was basically unemployed, when I was eating a lot of shit, made things a lot easier for me. It paid for an entire uh, semester of tuition for me, basically. Um, you know, it, it, it we can't, and I, I think it's terrible for Twitch and for Monster Cat to be promoting that bad mindset as someone in Quan mentioned this me and Quan are we not only we've been lifelong friends but we went to the we're in this at least i'm an alum he's still in in the uh program we're graduating from the same department at the same university in media production if two guys who have media connections and know-how can't fucking make it what chance does a, a kid who is spending all this fucking money have it's a lot of it is luck and a lot of it is skill yeah. and to basically make this all seem like a get rich quick screen uh scheme is irresponsible on a lot of levels well it's not just about like the actual like what you can do on the stream it's it's a, a lot of, a lot of what you can do off the screen too Absolutely. Like, a lot of it Absolutely. is marketing yourself because yeah. you, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to make content on stuff that's more discoverable, like uh, TikTok or like TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, stuff like that, just to get people to your your stream. Because yeah. like, Twitch put your link on Facebook. You know, you you have friends. Yeah. Like, tell them tell them to come check you out, and you, you'll grow. Like, eventually, people will yeah. be like, "Oh, hey." Twitch's like, discoverability is not great. It's probably it's one of the worst social medias for like Twitch. Twitch literally does nothing. Well, for your discoverability. well, they're that's the thing. They're, they're their business. Yeah, the, well, it's their, it's their business. Like the the uh, people who get higher counts get better ad revenue. So of course they're going to push the people that have higher views. So you have to you have to be willing to go to other places, and you also have to work uh, work on on um, you know uh, talking to other streamers and collaborating with other streamers that are you know in your area, um, and you know it then you benefit each other and you grow together versus like you can't pay $5 and then possibly get this, this, uh, um, affiliate right away and expect people just to show up on your stream. Just because you're an affiliate doesn't mean people are going to show up. You have to have the content to back it up. Yeah. You have to have the marketing to back it up. Like, and I suck at that. Like, 
Like, me too. I'll admit, I suck at putting YouTube videos up or TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff. I suck at that. That's one one of the things I need to work on the most. But, and not like, only that, but then you yeah. have to find like, all right. So you don't necessarily have to be like, say you stream Call of Duty. You don't necessarily have to be good at Call of Duty to be a successful streamer. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's there's plenty of streamers out there that are absolute dog shit at the game they play, you know, and they still get 15k viewers. Like, you gotta yeah, have that. That's their content. That's their yeah, content. Yeah, you have to have that 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 personality. Like, you know, it's way more about how you can entertain the people in your channel. Like, gameplay streamers really don't make it. Like, gameplay streamers, is, that's not, like... Oh, uh, I mean, Shroud's pretty... It's pretty I, yeah, but, so, but what is that, like, point zero? It just depends. Of, it's it's uh, all about the content. Like, so, like, what you're going into, it should be what, like, what your brand is. So, like, if you're, if you're saying you're a pro player, people are going to come because they're watching your gameplay and your skill. And you better versus be able like, to perform, like if yeah, the, versus like a character player, like uh, like Doctor Disrespect, or you know, uh, XQC. They're all character player, uh, the character streams. Like Tyler, I, Tyler one. I, I, I had like a, I had like, a, like Tim the Tapman. He was like in yeah. my head because like he's terrible. Like I, you know, he'll have twenty k viewers watching him play like Warzone, and he's terrible at Warzone. Like you know, so, it's not all about being good at the game yeah can i can i offer some information that i've i've learned not only in my schooling but just from other creators um and i think juan can back me up on this so first off entertainment is is a word where we think about like oh it has like we have to laugh or whatever but entertainment is anything that elicits an emotion um anger sadness despair horniness joy laughing you know that's anything that elicits any sort of emotion is entertainment and entertainment is only one part of the of the value and you have to create value in order to monetize to properly monetize content um media media only really only exists because of advertising and advertisers only want things that provide value and the value and that's what cons and that's what that's what your customers essentially want that's what your audience wants too is they want value you have to provide value and that value can be the entertainment and it can be the it can be like the game or it can be the you know laughing fun moments it could be the um learning how to play this particular esport and stuff like that but that value has to be there and i think there's a this disconnect with a program like this where you might be able to just skip that whole process of learning how to even produce content that has value in just like just kind of like let people bypass that and not learn that lesson and that's incredibly detrimental to the website i think in terms of the quality of the content it's gonna be bad for discoverability Quan looks like he has something he wants to say I was going to say, this is, um, I don't remember, I think it was Jake Paul, one of the Paul brothers. This reminds me a lot of their scheme. Uh, was it like Club 1000 or something like that? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't. It was a, um, 
honestly, I, I, I'm seeing some of this, kind of the same red flags that his that his program had. But basically, what would happen is you would pay. Um, you, it, it, it's one of those fake schools. So essentially, you pay like a like an enrollment cost. Then you pay like for like the first package. Then you pay for like the advanced package, and then it goes on and so forth uh, to the point um, that basically you end up dumping a lot of money. This doesn't seem as extreme, at least not right now. Hopefully, you'll never get to that point, being something that's affiliated with Twitch. But yeah, it it it, it just feels like you're dropping money. And uh, let's say a bunch of people who do um, end up paying for this end up becoming an affiliate. Uh, it, 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 I, I, we said it at the beginning, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. If everyone can just pay for affiliate, then it's not really anything. And that kind of goes back to the whole Paul, the, the Paul brother thing where, you know, basically they are marketing for a bunch of people to become YouTube stars and... I, 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 I think it normalizes the idea of being a part of something too much. And I'm all, I'm all about someone feeling at home and feeling a part of something. But I think certain things like this, even though it is a low barrier to entry, there's some effort that needs to go into it to actually understand it. And I, I just can't help seeing a parallel to that situation in which that ended up really screwing over a lot of people because a lot of people put a lot of money into that and then never truthfully got anything out of it. If everyone's affiliate, no one is. <laughs> and no one is. Yeah. Which, again, to say there is a bit of ridiculousness here where this is like even an option where you can get like priority to affiliation when affiliation is a to get affiliate on Twitch is a very low entry to barrier. Like, I'm not necessarily mad about the idea of like paying to become an affiliate or whatever. I'm just more like, first off, it's a waste of fucking money. Don't do it. If anyone, if anyone out there, if anyone is coming coming here and they're wondering should i start streaming on twitch should i maybe do this to get affiliate right away my answer is going to be 100 no don't waste your fucking time don't waste your or don't waste your money take unless, the time produce the content unless you're coming from another platform and you already have a bait like a, a basis mm. i would definitely disagree like i would definitely not Oh, you not, wouldn't even need that then, though. Too. If you're coming from their platform, you already got a following. Yeah, it, you have it, like it's then, come. yeah, you still wouldn't need to pay because you're gonna get it naturally. Like, yeah, you're gonna yeah, hit you know, that time. Overnight. You're gonna hit that time that time piece like yeah, that, in a week. I hit like I could get that time piece in a week. It was the followers and the average that that took me the longest. Yeah, that the average the average viewer count is what took me the longest. Uh, followers for me. I was also in when I say it took me two months. I was in a cult game when I was playing that when I, I was playing Dirty Bomb. Take a shot. <laughs> um, I, I started out as a Dirty Bomb streamer. I was one of like five Dirty Bomb streamers. And, you know, I, I got help from friends like Mama Mouthy or I'm sorry, Lady Phoenix Gray and Proc and Martin and Burns. Um, shout out to the Dirty Bomb crew. Yeah, shout out to, and I mean, I even got some free shit from Splash Damage. What's up, Shu? Um, <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, so I was in a niche game where really my problem was just getting the followers. I had no problem with the time or the or the viewers. It just had to get the followers because there wasn't a ton of people there. Um, so, yeah, kind of, I again, don't... 
first off, you have to create value. Don't expect to monetize anything right out the gate. You have to create value for your for your viewers and your uh, your customers, basically your audience. If it's on YouTube, if it's on a podcast, if it's Twitch, if it's whatever, you have to create value before you can monetize. Um, yep. And don't Absolutely. look at don't look at anything in media as a get rich quick scheme because it's not. Yeah, I would. I looked at. I don't think there's anything wrong with going into something like this or YouTube or hell, even like just like being a social media influencer on like Instagram. I don't think there's anything wrong with going in with the intention of getting money. No, no. But it, but it but it's understanding that it takes a long time, and it's not about just you getting the clout. You know, you you have to be able to present something that's worthwhile for a consumer to grab because inevitably you're not, you're going to make your money off of sponsorships and stuff like that but no one is going to seek you out for anything if you do not have a value that you bring to your content yeah and also people don't necessarily like advertising i can tell you mm -hmm. as uh someone who his entire day is spent scheduling ads um <laughs> listeners are listeners to my radio stations are usually happier when i don't have a busy work day <laughs> in fact i think the majority of listeners to radio stations would rather i not even be in the building <laughs> because they would rather just listen to music for free because that's what they're there for <laughs> but we have to pay the bills somehow um let's get some final thoughts i'll start with you biggs and then we'll go to green and then Quan, and then i think we can wrap up the show after that um i think the monster cat idea i, th I think it's a bad idea like don't don't waste your money. If you're serious and I mean you want to you you want to get into streaming, do it the old fashioned way. It's gonna help you out in the long run. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be way more beneficial. Spend that five dollars somewhere else. Like, you know, buy buy a five dollar uh, Steam card or something and do a giveaway on your stream. Get an OnlyFans subscription. Yeah. Something <laughs> like don't 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 waste your money on that. If you know, get into affiliate, it, and it's just gonna feel better. Like doing it the old-fashioned way is gonna feel better. Like when you hit it, you're gonna be you're gonna feel like you you accomplished something. Like quantum, when you hit it, man, you're gonna be like, yeah, oh yeah, nice. Like it's a good feeling. I remember. I still have the feeling. I I, I remember when <laughs> I hit it. Mm -hmm. and, I, the, and the elite were there yeah i remember when i got the email i got so fucking drunk that night <laughs> <laughs> i think mr. i i we did were supposed a... to have a race to see who could drop the first sub on my channel danny or mr green and i filled it out the night before and didn't say anything and Danny <laughs> snuck up there and looked at my channel and oh no it was, me. It was green it was green it was yeah. green <laughs> Green snuck onto my channel and seen that I had the sub button and subbed my channel. I did no such thing. I did it fair and square. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Green, uh, final thoughts on this topic. I don't have anything. I, like, just guys, don't don't spend your money on on this shit when you can. Like, you gotta earn it. Like, focus on your content so people actually come to you when you are affiliate and are willing to drop those subs. Mm-hmm like or it's gonna be pointless yeah you're gonna be spending that money for nothing yeah um unless you just like monster cat true and you want yeah Quan. Yeah. uh yeah so save your money like it's 
I'm not like I, I I'm not an affiliate, but I'm loving just the the progress to getting there. Just like looking at my analytics and like figuring out, oh, so like this is what this 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 did better this stream than the last stream. What can I change up? It 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 is really it has been a good learning experience. So save your money, you know, like if you need to spend five dollars, go find a video editor or someone you can pay. I don't know, maybe somebody in the stream. No, you know, use your five dollars somewhere else, like on me. Yeah, so well, really yeah. Go drop that four ninety nine and give Qu Quantum his first sub. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, subscribe to Quantum's uh, OnlyFans, right? I will. Uh, uh, later that's on, eight ninety nine. I'll be actively <laughs> going for that first. By the way, I will, yeah, I will definitely be in the race for that. Oh, you guys can fuck off, Quan. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can tell me when you hit affiliate so I can subscribe to you. To you, I, you, don't get, you don't get special. You don't get special privileges. Yeah, I like he's gonna give me the bulgogi uh, recipe. Like, not yeah, you. Yeah, me, uh, me, me, and Green are forming a relationship that you and me have never had, Danny. Yeah. Oh like, wow! Wow! I already, I already wow. There's like 15 <laughs> years of friendship here, and just destroyed in a sentence. Just tore my. <laughs> it's like that scene out of The Simpsons. Um, it's like, look, Lisa, you can see the exact moment his heart rips in two. <laughs> just. Okay. Um, I, do, I do have bigger calves than you. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's that. Uh, again, if I can part any advice, is nothing in media is a get rich quick scheme. There are some overnight successes, but the major vast majority of them, it, it's never, it's never actually overnight. Um, media is a tough game. And if you want to know, there's a website you can even, you can look at my channel for example. There's a website that will like rank your channels, like and I'm in like the top four percent of channels just because of how much I stream my viewership, which people know is not that large, and my followers. There's a lot of dead channels out there. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who only have zero to one viewer. Yeah, yeah. Like when when you see those those guys, the, those Nick Merks and those Osmond Golds, that's like the top zeros point zero zero one percent. Yeah. So remember um, that <laughs> if you're looking at streaming, and that's not to discourage anyone. That's just you know, to be realistic. Yeah, be be realistic though. You don't 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 try to set goals for yourself that you're not gonna you're not gonna hit because that's really gonna discourage you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're done with that conversation. Let's go on ahead and wrap up the show. Um, let's start with uh, Quantum. What's coming up on your channel and uh, where can people find you? What are they going to find when they get there? Yeah, so um, lately I have been streaming uh, Pokemon Nuzlocke. Uh, just got the first episode done a couple days ago. I'm actually going to do my second episode tonight. So I have that um, as well as... Some content I'm going to be putting up onto my uh, I have a YouTube channel under Quantum, which is going to be more my gaming for fun stuff. And then just under my uh, normal my normal YouTube channel is just Quan Williams. So that's where you'll see more of my artistic stuff, uh, short films and things kind of like that. But yeah, uh, you can find me uh, on YouTube, uh, Instagram or YouTube, um, Twitch and Twitter at uh, Quantum underscore alt K W A N T U M underscore alt. 
And then uh, for on Instagram and my other YouTube channel is just Quan Williams. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Biggs, what's coming up on your channel? Where can people find you? Um, My channel is going to have pretty much just Call of Duty stuff. Uh, grinding camos. If uh, I don't know if anybody's been watching lately, but I'm, I'm on the, the, the Dark Matter grind. Working on my SMGs right now. Got two of them gold. You know, prestiging. And you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash high underscore I'm underscore Biggs. You can also find me on Twitter at MrBiggs211 and on YouTube at TTV underscore Biggs. I don't really put much on my YouTube channel, though. But I do have stuff, I swear. It's just... <laughs> it ta- it's it's a lot more work than you think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would recommend you, you purchase an editor. And I know a few editors. Uh, Green, what's coming up on your channel? Where can people find I'm gonna you? Be, I'm going to be playing Call of Duty and uh, Destiny, and I'm thinking about putting together an Among Us night on the, this weekend. I don't know yet. Ooh. So if you all are interested in some Among Us, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'm liking those calves. So, you but yeah, you can, catch, <laughs> hey, uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Um, and I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the fancy socials, uh, Mr. Green Elite, except for Instagram, which is TTV Mr. Green Elite, because I don't want to talk about it. So, yeah. gotcha. Uh, Danny, s- what's coming up on your channel? Well, I'm actually going to speak on behalf of Rev real quick. I don't know what's coming up on his channel, but you guys can find our other co-host who should be back next week. Um, Revsven, R-E-V-S-V-E-N on Twitch.tv slash, excuse me, um, my dinner's fighting back. Revsven. Twitch.tv slash Resven. You can also find him on Twitter, Resven TV, and on Instagram under that as well. Um, I know he just did a 12-hour stream last weekend where he also did some uh, Zebo's Funhouse, so go watch those VODs. And I'm sure he's got some great uh, indie games for you guys to uh, watch him play. So go check him out over there. I think he's also on TikTok under Revsven TV. Um, coming up on my channel... I don't know yet. Um, I just beat Bioshock. Uh, I did a 12-hour, turned into 14-hour stream on Friday. I beat Bioshock. I beat Metro Last Light, which I'm going to give a review on Metro Last Light next week. Um, So I'm not sure what I'm going to play next. I have a bit of a backlog. I'm debating if I want to do Fallout 4. Um. Otherwise, I might uh, get Apex updated and play a couple rounds of Apex um, this week as well. Uh, Next week, before the show, I'm not quite sure what I'll be doing. If anything, I'm having my little brother and sister uh, stay with me for a few days uh, before Thanksgiving. So I'm not quite sure what I'll be doing next week, if anything. Um, Otherwise, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. And you guys can find me on YouTube, the same place where you can find this podcast, Danny K Media on YouTube. Um, Wrapping up the show, guys, uh, we appreciate all of you guys for watching and listening. If you did miss any part of the show at all, you guys can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Also, uh, you guys can find us on YouTube, Danny K Media. There's a playlist with all the past episodes. 
Um, if you guys want to help support the show, go on ahead, drop us a like, follow, and uh, do all that fun stuff. Maybe ring the bell on YouTube. Uh, we do have a question of the week. If you guys want to answer the question of the week in the comments, what is the biggest video game betrayal? This question uh, is um, courtesy of Mr. Quantum Alt. Guys, is that all we wanted to talk about? Anything we needed to member uh, uh, bring up again? Um, yeah, I got one thing. What's that? White Lotus Gaming for life. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, I will say uh, there is some more White Lotus Gaming stuff coming out. Um, we're just building things right now. I'm working on a website. Quan and McRayla are both working on some video elements. We're collecting clips. Um, we're getting all sorts Discord. of stuff put together. Yeah, there's a Discord. Mr. Greenlee is putting it. I'm working on it. Yeah. Ooh, promise. So there is all sorts of good stuff uh, coming for White Lotus Gaming. No, we didn't just like announce it and forget to do it. Um, we're just working behind the scenes and getting you guys some cool stuff for that. Um, all right, guys, have a wonderful rest of your week. Keep fighting the good fight. Stay safe out there. Cancel your Thanksgiving plans. Talk to your family over Zoom if, you know, you want to. Don't Stay get sick. safe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't get sick. Don't get sick, guys. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.